Thank you for listening to another installment of The Frequency, our Delta Green actual play operation. This is a horror show, and its content may contain things that some viewers may find disturbing, including extreme violence and psychological torments. Be sure to have listened to the other parts of this series to make sense of the events within. But please, enjoy, while you're still sane enough to do so. Very interesting moods tonight. <laughs> we are in very oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, this is going to be a weird one, I think, but it's maybe gonna be that's weird good. anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> it is Delta Green. It is going to be weird because it is our Delta Green adventure, The Frequency, which, spoiler alert, is the first part of what I assume is going to be many parts of Delta Green um, installments. Because I fucking love this game, and Same. my cat is standing on the handler's guide, so I can't read any of my notes. We Your win. cat's going to be the next handler. Yep. My cat is a uh, great old one. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of your fault for putting the book on the floor. I'm out of space. I got Can a lot of shit up here. My next character in D&D be a warlock that uh, has your cat? Is Yes. One hundred percent, a viper patron. Yeah, that's a patron. That's a patron. I like that name. Patron. Yeah. Uh, but we're not here to play D anD D or worship my cat. <laughs> oh, then I'm out. <laughs> I thought this was leading up to the cat yeah, worship. This is bullshit. We're well. Don't don't spoil my twist. We're here. I almost got Wes with a spit take on that one. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> We're here to find out what the fuck is up with uh, Frank O'Neill. McNeil. Oh, it's uh-huh. Frank O'Neill. <laughs> Honestly, same thing. It's supposed to be Irish. What the fuck is up in Big Timber? What the fuck is it? That should have been the name for this adventure. What the fuck is Damn. up in Big Stick? Yeah, exactly. Delta Green, what the fuck is up in Big Stick? Let me just tally that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get the tally going. I think at the end of this, you should share the tallies with I the will. class. I definitely will. Okay, good. If, um, if it's good. not clear, I'm tallying every time we use terms that are specific to Montana. So, According to the article that we pulled up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is probably wildly inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. We are going to start off in... You know, at one point, I believe I said the Pacific Medical Center. That doesn't make sense. Montana's not on the coast. It is... And it's also not the Valley Maybe Medical Center. Maybe it's a branch which I think I said that. of another hospital. That's true. At the medical center. <laughs> whether it be Pacific <laughs> or Valley, it doesn't matter. It is possible Providence goes over there. It is possible. Uh, I don't think it was. This this was supposed to be based on a true place, but maybe it shouldn't be for legal reasons. I don't know. Probably not a lawyer. Okay, the Pacific Medical Center. (laughs) We have 
Dr. Frederick Greenwood, Veronica Evans, and Special Operator Daniel Durkin. I think we skipped a little bit forward in time where we left off at the last episode. So tell me, we had an exchange in the parking lot. We have you three at the medical center as Ronnie walks in, but also there is Dr. Felicia Johansson and technician Dr. Huey Davidson here. What are you guys all doing? Uh, Ronnie comes in and is like, uh, got the samples we took from the site. Want to see what we can find out from it, uh, Freddy? Well, let's, let's go back to three. We've got three all to ourselves. So I'm going to lead her back to room three where uh, uh, Dan's sitting. All right, you enter in. Close the door behind you. I was already in here. (laughs) 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 All right, well, let's take a look at what we got here. Um, Well, it's a little lump, Doc. With the... (laughs) (laughs) Lump? Dan, Dan, we ain't here to... We ain't here to see you, are we? I don't know. I think it's in my breast. (laughs) Stop acting like a bunny hugger and let's get this show on the road. (laughs) Hey, I take offense to that one. I don't know what that is. Oh, are you from California? (laughs) I've lived in California. I I say it more vehemently. (laughs) (laughs) I spend a lot of time with them bunny huggers. Well, you call me an apple picker, so what do you want? (laughs) True. (laughs) All right. Well, let's take a look at these samples. Uh, yeah, with the uh, equipment that is in this small facility, I didn't try to realize. try to do some forensic tests. I didn't realize you guys were going to like dive in. I thought it was just going to be like a safe place for this evidence. <laughs> so wow. I haven't even seen the thing that you guys recovered when we were outside the true house. So. I was just like, maybe I shouldn't bring Lick it to it. a lecture. And then well, I give it to you. <laughs> all right. Well, Chain of custody is really weird on this evidence. <laughs> Ronnie's like, great. I'll go start running tests. <laughs> I mean, you know better so, than I, so. So let me get this straight. Tanner, can I also just say, every time you turn your chair to the side, um, it looks like like a person hanging off of your fridge, but like a black... So- like, Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was some kind of Halloween decoration. It is. <laughs> Oh, accident. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's walk this back a little bit. You guys put the piece of evidence you found in a bag? No, she yeah, had a bag. my had a forensic right. kit, forensics right. kit. And you sealed it in like a sort of evidence bag that was evidence there. bag. Yes. Perfect. And like vials and stuff. Yeah, so you... I have everything written down too. So you have this sort of, like, leather kit, and you open it up, and Ronnie, you pull out this bag. Mm-hmm. And this thing, this elongated hand. Oh, yeah, I forgot about looks, the hand. What the fuck? Holy <laughs> That's the most shit. important what part. What the fuck is that thing? Where the what hell the fuck you else? It's like, what else are you running tests on? The, Can well, I... I was picturing the residue from the hole 
Yeah, can oh, I... you want to leave the hand in the bag? Ronnie opens it up and she's like, residue? oh shit, my brain blocked that out. <laughs> can I um, repeat what I put in there? Yeah. Okay. Bloodied mirror fragment from McNeil home bathroom in kit. Powder forensic sample from hole in McNeil home bedroom in kit. Three digit hand in evidence bag found in McNeil home bedroom in kit. And sample of corroded battery acid from Debbie yeah, Sharp's I took that car one too. in kit. I don't know if there would be, yeah. like, the right uh, equipment in this hospital for running tests on this stuff, though. I don't think so, but... But, like, mm-hmm. I also don't know if the sheriff would have equipment either. There's not a lot of equipment, but there would is Would we know if there's machine. a lab for, like, evidence that the county uses, or do they take no, it to No, they would send it Bose up to Angeles. They would send it to Bose Angeles. However, there's an x-ray machine, basic surgical equipment, stuff you could, in theory, you know, dissect something with... Or no, you like would have to enlist the... or uh... <laughs> unfortunately not. This is mostly a facility designed to handle basic elderly care or broken bones. Mm-hmm. And you know that I'm FBI, so I probably have resources if I will, you know, just say it. Did, did you pull that thing out of the bag yet? I think that like, what like happens is kit. I think that literally Ronnie did kind of like her brain was just like nope and she kind of forgot about that and she opens it up and she's like oh shit oh yeah uh what what's wrong uh, Ronnie how how you doing Freddie I'm bad <laughs> I'm having a hell of a day what's going on well there was uh something that uh the agent and I found upstairs while you were downstairs. Great. Let's take a look at it. Are you sure you're up to taking a look at it? Is this some sort of kind of pun that I'm not getting across? (laughs) Like, let's just say it's it's crazy. Like, uh, I forgot about it because I didn't want to think about it. Crazy. We're going to have to see it sooner or later. All right. Brace yourselves. Now, now what? In. Hold on. Before this happens, what's your uh, perspective here, Dan? In what sense? In the sense of you got two friends talking about something possibly crazy. What are you thinking? How are you feeling right now? Do you try to stop me? Do you say anything? Uh, no, I've seen a lot of. Are crazy you vibing? Shit. Maybe not a lot of crazy <laughs> shit in the last couple of days. You I've vibing, seen. Uh, bro. I've seen some weird shit in the last couple of days. I'd uh, I'd certainly like to get anything that may lead to an answer out in the open as soon as possible. Start to start percolating on it. Okay. Percolating. 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 Let's just just say before I pull this out that if you're okay with thinking outside of the box on what's going on here, this might explain that whole... I, I said it was a uh, look, not I, a hole. <laughs> <laughs> How? Uh, God, I hope. What's uh, in uh, box uh, number one? We got aliens. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! As I pull shit. out oh a hand God, and hold it up. What the fuck is that thing? Holy fuck! What? How many fingers? Oh Jesus! What in the <laughs> hell did you make that? <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever been an artist, Freddy? Well, what in the hell is that? I, I mean, I don't sure, know. acting a little bit, but... 
Now, all fronting aside, when after she pulls this out, sort of cushioned by this joke. Trying to make a little bit more light of it. <laughs> you do fixate on the hand-like piece of organic material. It's very human in so many ways. But inhuman in just enough. There are knuckles. There are wrinkles in skin. There's an opposable digit. But only three. Strangely smooth gray skin, except for at the creases of a of the joints and their law. Roll me sanity checks. How do I divert? Not you, Ronnie. Uh, how do you divert? Yeah. First of all, roll the check. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna roll the check. Nope, I failed. That's good. How close are you to a breakdown? That's good. <laughs> uh, I'm just, uh, five away. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you the total. You're going to tell me if you want to deflect. Okay. You're going to start cussing at me? No, not you. The total <laughs> is two sanity damage. I'm going to deflect. Choose a bond. My ex-spouse. Okay. Uh, Lotar, is it a D4 or a D6? Do you know? I think it's a D4. D6 seems I think a it's a D4. Yeah. I want to say it's a D4 minus one. Because it's one to three. At least that's my recollection. I very well could be wrong. I'm not certain as well. Not being as good of a rules lawyer on this. Yeah, we really should have just bought you a uh, rule book with the millions of dollars we make producing this podcast. <laughs> did you Billions. Get it back or something? I do remember reading this. No, no I gave her the rule book. I've just been not... I mean, it's hard for you to know when, like... <laughs> well, if it's a D4, I'm it's the one be two. If it's a six, I rolled a one on a six, so... Okay. It's probably the D4, so I think it's going to be a two. Oh, wait, Resisting. hold on, I got it. No. You found it? No, I don't have it. No. Repressing, no. Projecting, oh, it's projection. Go. I got it, I got it. 1D6... You found it at the same time. <laughs> when you go. lose sand, you spend 1D6 to reduce the sand loss by that amount. Okay, so it's 1D6. So you reduce your sand loss by one. Okay. And you have to reduce one bond by half that amount rounded up. So one. Ha oh, okay. I was like, Jesus. Okay, so my bond with my ex-wife goes down to 13. Okay, so we're going to, you know, Wait, at some point. Did you do 1D4? Is that what you said? I did 1D6. Do you have a 1D4? The book says 1D4 that you gave Okay, me. we'll go by the book instead of this. Well, then I got died. three. <laughs> okay, so. So yeah, I, you, I assume I just don't take anything, but it goes down by two, or does reduce, it go down by the three? This is roll the die and reduce your willpower by that much. Yep. Um, you also reduce your sanity loss by that much. So two willpower down, two sanity down. No, oh my he God. said he rolled, he rolled three. Well, I guess you only took two. How does that affect it? Does no, it? you only rolled two on a d4, right? I rolled the three. It doesn't, you, you said two at one time. So it was a it, so I it's in the it's in was the two on the, oh, oh, the D six. Okay. There's a one on a D six and a three, and it, I thought it was oh, D four okay. yeah, minus. Yeah, I just heard the three. One. Yeah. Okay, so re, so three. So you're going to 
roundup. So you're going to take two bond damage, but you take no sanity damage. Okay, so... Now, there's oh. also something we forgot about. And I will take the blame for that, because I'm a terrible keeper, and I can't believe you guys are forced to play with me. <laughs> I know. You're also a handler. Dar that's how bad <laughs> I am. Even worse. <laughs> That's how bad I am. I don't even know my job title. I'm getting mishandled. Yeah, seriously. But you're exhausted. Oh yeah. Oh He's yeah. Exhausted. Shit. I had a I had a thermos of coffee. I'm gonna drink how much, some of that. How much willpower do you have? Uh, like total willpower. To like what do you have right oh, now? Six. Okay. When you get to two, shit goes bad. Great. So. Yep. You're going to have to get some sleep, sleep soon. You're going to need to sleep soon, yeah. But give well, me... Do you want to keep drinking coffee, or do you want to take minus 20% on your checks? No, I'm going to drink some fucking coffee. This is how we do it in the EMS. <laughs> roll a... I believe roll a D6. Okay. Two. Okay. That's good. So you take two willpower damage. So okay. now what are you at? I'm at four. Okay, so you're getting close yeah. to... Jesus at one or two, you have an emotional breakdown. Did you... Sweet. So you did how much... Uh, how many hours? One, what was your 1d6? Two. 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 So two hours. And, and you also I'm gonna subtracted say two from the willpower. Yep. But it's like it's like evening. She had to leave in the evening, so it's getting close to bedtime anyway. She yeah, left about four o'clock, I mean, and we're going to say this is... Technically, right you had it rolled for all day, okay. so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's also so true. about six o'clock. Shit's gonna hit the fan, and it is actually probably about. We're gonna say it's close to five. What if I get a power and, nap? Well, we'll see. Okay, Maya, we'll come back to you. Don't worry. There's definitely time between what you saw last time and where we're at now, but I want to play through this. I like that you chose to take a power nap right after you saw the hand. You're like, yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I can't handle this. I'm sleeping. <laughs> he faints yeah. and then he's out for an hour. <laughs> Pull out a bed, fucking right severed hand and somebody's like, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> this is a dream. So, Dr. Greenwood. Yes. You see this strange thing and you feel it sort of echo into your mind, into your sanity, but you tuck it away, you compartmentalize it, only to come bubbling out at a different time. Dan, did you pass or fail? I failed. Oh, that's... Okay. Okay. Dan, you have seen a lot of fucked up shit in your career. The nature of the things you do and the missions you're assigned are violent. You've seen people lose limbs, seen people die. You've seen one person get a limb back. Well, that may be so grenade blew it right back onto <laughs> it's actually pretty amazing <laughs> but you've never seen something like this it's not human but it is it's not monkey but it is it's similar 
but alien. You take four points of sanity damage. Jesus Christ. Ouch. Do you wish my sanity. To... <laughs> Ow, my sanity. <laughs> Do you wish to deflect that? Uh, yes. Okay, give me a D4. Dos. Dos. So you only take two points of sanity damage, but you lower one of your bonds by one. And again, you see this and... Well, you know what? You tell me, because you did still take some sanity damage. What What happens to Dan here? Dan has a moment where it's suddenly acutely clear to him that his son looks nothing like him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That makes him a little suspicious, but then he remembers a big fucking alien hand right here. And he's like, I'll deal with that later. (laughs) Wife saved by the hand. (laughs) I'll deal with that later. Um. I don't have a cell phone. I can't call that bitch. <laughs> Falling it away for later. Oh. Tuck that I one in the back pocket. To... You're good. You're yeah. fine. Everyone's okay. I look forward to these awkward role plays. <laughs> uh, side rules note: it's the uh, reduces the. Yeah, you're reducing the bond score by the same amount as the willpower and sanity. Not half. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So, two points and two points. Two points and two points. And you also take two points of willpower damage. Okay. All right. Now, think about maybe what tests you guys might want to run, but we're going to pan on over. To Agent Maya Oakley. Now, Agent Oakley, last time we were playing, you told me that, or rather alluded to, that when this caravan passes you, you sort of skirt. I didn't allude. I told you I took did a fucking U-turn. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that's what you wanted to commit to. Yeah. How close are you following this military convoy? Um, Probably not super close. I don't want to be like... I don't know. I just... I know the U-turn is probably already fucking weird, so I'm not trying to, like, tail them. I just want to be, you know, driving behind them. Okay. Uh, just for my uh, knowledge here, what's your uh, drive skill? Also, like, I don't know if I would have picked up on any, like, back roads or anything that I could take. Probably not off of, like, a highway. I think you might have picked up on some back roads, but... Based on my drive skill? It's maybe? equally... What's your drive skill? Uh, 20. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you saw some back roads, some roads that go to God knows where in the Montana wilderness, but you feel it's just as likely as to be a shortcut as it is to lead you to a riverbank where that's a good trouting spot. Uh, sure. Um, I guess I'll just kind of follow and hope that I can catch up with my friends before any shit really goes down, but I don't know. Okay. So you follow behind. 
I mean, I could try to take the fast lane, but I don't fucking know if that'll, that's not going to happen. It's a two-lane highway. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just do my Long best stretch of Montana. Mm-hmm. And I mean, <laughs> if you want to try and pass, you can, but you'd be passing like five vehicles. Slap my unmarked car with like a little the magnetic siren and be like, Wee! Go through. No, just kidding. Yeah, that won't <laughs> raise suspicions at all. Military people. Yeah. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if I pull them over? Uh, get the no, fuck I'm over. pulling them over. I'm just literally move, You're bitch. Get out arrest. the fucking way. Do you know why get I pulled you the over today? <laughs> You're suspiciously driving here. I needed to check you out. You're all suspiciously matched in color and making vehicle type, making models. <laughs> License and registration, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll slow him down, don't you worry. Yeah. No, no I'm just going to follow. Okay. And at the point you saw this caravan, it was maybe 4.30, 4.45. You were about halfway, if not a little less, to Bozeman. So you follow them for a while, maybe go another... 15 minutes or so. And meanwhile... Damn it. The other three of you... Who has the highest alertness? Uh, I have 60. 60 alertness? Not bad, I got 50. 50. Great. Nice. So what is the first test or experiment you wanted to do here? Well... Oh, look at... Oh, go ahead. We got the blood. Sure, there's something in the hospital that we can test blood with. I could tell you the blood type. That's about it. Can't get like uh, what if diabetic? Nothing. Well, we could send it down the lab corp in Bose Angeles. That's about it. Uh, I could tell you blood type. uh, Do a real quick field test to make sure that. That's about it. Tell him if he's having a cardiac event, but real basic labs. We put some peroxide on it. Preserve it for later. No, that uh, that, that actually kills it. No uh, way of running like a DNA test. That that's Bo's Angela's, not here. Shit. I say put ET in the. What am I supposed to do with all my forensic skills here? (laughs) Well, let's put ET in the. Not live in Big uh, Timber. (laughs) Yeah, not in Big Timber. Let's Um, put ET in the uh, X-ray machine and see if this is an actual hand or not. Okay, now keep in mind. The x-ray machine is usually operated by the technician. You can attempt to do so, um, depending on your skill set. <laughs> Does it help that I've actually made it, uh, operated an x-ray machine in real life? No. <laughs> Shit. Hey, you may want to wipe that off. Why not? Why is I was trying to check out my lump on it. <laughs> I'm going to throw the damn up. thing to fire. I mean... Okay, how hard could it be? <laughs> yeah, let's try What's, it. Hold on, let me look up a Delta Green character sheet. <laughs> I got a for? combination of mechanic, electrician, forensics. I've got first aid, I've got medicine, I've got surgery. I got first aid too. Yeah. All right, what's your, what's your medicine and what's your mechanics? My medicine is 80. 80 and 40? Mm-hmm. We're going to, we'll, 
we're gonna go with the it's you two working in tandem to try and figure out unless you want to get the technician in the technician will be able to do this i think routinely we should try it on our own at least first maybe if we can't figure it out okay great we're gonna use the score of 40 because that's you're sort of operating at your lowest level here who wants to roll it go for it you want me to Get it, buddy. Oh, oh, hell. Show me big money. 20. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... That is a success. All right. You put this thing in the x-ray machine. I don't know what the fuck it looks like. I didn't do that research ahead of time. So... It's up to you, the listener, to decide what this looks like. Ronnie, you're looking at the sort of interior workings of it. You're looking at the the user interface where inter- where you can interact, buttons you can press, things like that. You're given a little guidance. Dr. Greenwood, you've seen this machine used before, and maybe you've tried to pay attention, but you know... That is why Huey keeps his position here, just in spite of doing very little work, is his technical know-how with this machine. And I think at this point, you're pretty distracted, Dr. Greenwood, with getting this to work. So much so that your alertness doesn't pick up, but Dan's, yours does. A faint... A noise you haven't heard in quite a while. At least a couple of days since you've been on base. The noise of helicopter blades cutting through the sky. Hear it maybe out of a cracked window in the room. Uh, guys? Yeah. We may have some company. Company? Do I... I probably would know the difference between like a heavy, like a hauler chopper or like a passenger chopper. Yeah, like, I would say by so. By sound at this point. This is a light chopper. Not a military grade one, single blade. Are they uh, shipping out the kid to Bos Angeles? Yeah, I think he's going down to Bos Angeles. Helicopter coming uh, to get him? Yeah, I mean, Dan, why don't you go check it out? I mean, we can't be too careful, right? And in the meantime, Dr. Greenwood and Ronnie, you got this machine working. It's going. And you're just waiting for results. Perfect. So what do you do, Dan? Um, I go ahead and step outside and find a dark spot to sit. Beeline to it. Maybe under a tree or something like that. Okay. It's a nice tree right up front. Big old mighty oak provides a lot of shade. Planted years and years and years ago. And when you step outside, this noise is heavier. You hear that distant sound again as it ripples through the air like a rock dropped into a lake. You look up as a helicopter zooms overhead, unmarked and carrying four passengers. 
It's got a disabled spotlight affixed to the front. As it spins around and circles the helipad on top of the medical center. Instinctually, you look down the highway from the direction it flew. And on this flat land, you see a pillar of black SUVs racing down I-90 towards you. A stark shadow against the backdrop of the crimson Montana sun that is just beginning to dip into the horizon. And this chopper is circling and descending onto the platform. Do you sit here and watch what happens? Oh, what do you fuck do? no. I'm going to I'm going to beeline the fuck back inside. I'm just like gather it, gather it, gather it. Get get everything back in that what's bag. Up? What's up? What's up? How close Doc, is, is it back to finish here? the x-ray? You've got maybe 30 seconds. What's going on? Take take everything else. We got to let this finish. I'll try to follow. No, is what's there... going on? I don't know. He just said go. Got a got a <laughs> we got a, a chopper coming Damn. in dark. Okay. And uh, we got a lot of black SUVs coming up the road. We gonna have a problem turn, here in a minute. Turn the X-ray off. Let's get it out of here. All right, get me the bags, Dan. Uh, get me that going, and uh, let's bag this up and let's get it out of here. Is there? A window? I agree. We ain't gonna learn nothing from confiscated property. Is there a window? I did say there was, but meanwhile, Agent Oakley. You're approaching Big Timber, exit one mile, the place where Dan swerved to miss maybe that hallucination, maybe not. The SUV in front of you hits its brakes and begins to slow. About a quarter mile out of town, it turns to its right to block both in and out lanes of traffic. How close do you get to it? Uh, if it's just parking, I don't know. I'll try to go around it. <laughs> I don't know. So the only way to go around it would to be going off road. You can if you like. Sure. Well. <laughs> As you get close, within a hundred feet or so, four armed men in bulletproof vests, two wielding M16s, the other two with nine millimeter pistols drawn, exit the vehicle. One of the men with an M16 walks up the road hand raised, palm out towards you, flagging you down. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Run him over? Oh, yeah. That seems right. No. Um, I'll, like, kind of crawl to a stop so we can talk, hopefully. You crawl to a stop a good 30 feet away from the SUV that's turned to its side. You see a gentleman between you and the SUV, pistol in two hands aimed at the ground. You see a gentleman with on the other side with an M16 rifle aimed towards you, 
resting on the hood of the car, while another man at the back of it watches from cover with his pistol. And the man in front says, Excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry, but this place is off limits right now. We are having a military installation here, and unfortunately, you're going to have to turn around and return from where you came. Yeah, so I'm going to, like, flip my FBI badge open and be like, I just am getting back from a lecture, and my hotel room has all my stuff in it. I can totally get out of your hair. I just need to get my stuff. Uh, I'm not trying to get in anyone's way. I'm very sorry, ma'am. That is not possible. I'm going to need you to turn around immediately. Okay. I don't know. I guess I'll turn around. I don't know what to do. Okay. Headed back down the highway. How far are you going? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a plan. I just don't know what to do. Okay. Uh, could I, like, Get a mile out. I could probably try to stop at like a gas station or something for like a map and just seeing if there's any way I can get back in. Okay, that's a good even, idea. Even if by foot, I could at least try to see. Get a couple miles out. Maybe five miles. Pull over. There's a Chevron. Mm-hmm. Go out front the pump. I'll Exit. Re- Come I'll on in. I'll refuel my car store. and get a map. Okay. You walk in. Guy behind the counter. Overweight, middle-aged guy. Missing a couple teeth. Looks at you as you put the map down. Says, Do you know where you're going, ma'am? Kind of. I actually... The... Big Timber's being cordoned off, and I need to get back in there. Because I have all my things. My possessions are there. Would you know of any way to get into the town that might not be on the main roads? To Big Timber? No, ma'am. I don't know anybody who wants to get in that dinky old town other than truck drivers and people who can't move on with their lives. Well, here's the thing. I am coming through for a lecture and I'm trying to get back because my hotel room has all my things. So I have to go back. And I'll flip over my badge and just flex a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Nice flex. Thanks. Physically flex Uh, and flex. (laughs) Might have swole, officer, but I can't help you. (laughs) I'm very sorry. I wasn't trying to get no investigation. I don't really know Big Timber. I'm from Bozeman. I just drive out here for work. No, no. I just, you know, I thought that, you know, if anything is important, it could be important. Well, look, if this helps you, for you me. can take the map. You don't You don't got to pay for it. It's all right. Oh, no worries. And I'll slap down some money and um, say... Okay, $500. <laughs> and just say, have a good day. Thanks for your time and leave. And I'll get out. Ding, ding. Walking out of the store, pushing the door open. Okay. See I'm... a van oh. parked behind yours fueling up guy out front smoking a cigarette uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure, sure 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 hey there agent fancy meeting you here is it i feel like you're everywhere <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed 
What's those maps for? Seems like you would know. Since you seem to know a lot. Trying to get back into Big Timber? Well, I guess I can admit it, yeah. I can help you. I'm sure you can. Leave your car here. Get in. Puts a cigarette in his mouth as he talks you out. Jesus Half Christ. of it. Hmm. Now, Ayla, I do know that getting into cars with strangers <laughs> has led to a death of a Delta too. Green character before. <laughs> with strangers oh, she meat. thought were friendly enough. <laughs> yeah. I can help you out. Well, my previous Delta Green character died by getting into a car with a stranger. Uh, so it's, yeah. Yeah. It also made uh, Brendan's character disabled when he hit him with his car. Walk with a cane for the rest of that character's life. That's true. I was trying to protect people. People don't know what actually happened, but I did it for a reason. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, for the team. it was a comfy car to die and get. Um, oh, what the hell is his name? Doctor Heisel run over. <laughs> I just wanted to. I was trying to buy you guys time. God damn it! It was that was brutal. Unthankful. That was brutal. <laughs> anyway, I'm not salty at all. Let's do that. <laughs> I can um, tell. Uh huh. So, I probably don't have like a ton of stuff. I probably will have like I'll bring my map. I'll bring my weapons. I have my badge and everything. And I, I don't trust Randy because he's obviously has like motives. So, but I also don't really have another option. So I guess first I'm gonna be like, why can't you just mark it on the map? I can do this alone. I know what you're up against. You can't face this alone, Agent. I can help you. Honestly, Randy, I don't know what you want from this. What did I tell you before? And he circles around to the driver's side of his car and he opens the door. Truth is a privilege. And he gets in and shuts the door. Alright, well, let's um see if I die. Let's, I'll get in. <laughs> okay. Decide. Be like, god damn it. Realistic, I am completely entangled now and get in the car. I hope you're ready for what's to come. Twist Where the key. The engine rolls over. Where are we going? Back to Big Timber. Right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right. And this, like, old, loud car, probably. <laughs> like, old, rusty van. Like <laughs> breaks down. <laughs> <laughs> breaks you have any money for gas? Hammer. <laughs> I just fucking refilled my tank, man. I got no money. Well, they pay you, FBI agents. <laughs> but gas only enough. costs, like, one dollar nowadays. That's true. True. All right. Dr. Greenwood. Yes. Dan. Ronnie, you guys got seconds. What are you doing? During the time that Dan was explaining what was going on, did the x-ray finish? You hear doors being thrust open in the lobby. You hear a shrill scream from Dr. Johansson. 
and orders being shouted as the x-ray finishes. Everybody shut up for one second. I'm going to get an hourglass. We have an hour? So now that he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I said, shut up. Get up, put on a little makeup. This is... <laughs> this isn't... What did I do to my screen? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is a one-minute timer. You guys ready? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm grabbing all of our evidence, putting it into the lever of the briefcase, and I am going to have Dan poke his head out of the door. Uh, Ronnie is wiping any memory from this x-ray. Break it if Dan's. you have to. Yeah. You give me the a quickest check. way she knows using she has electronics too if that but they're the same thing. Dan before he pokes his head out the door is poking his head out the window and kind of plotting out a little egress that gives him a little visual cover from the chopper and gets him to the bushes. And then he'll go look at the door. I'll tell him you gotta Dan, go on the building. Twenty one. Right, I'm gonna stop this one second. Okay. Uh what's a skill that you think you can use for that, Dan? Military science. Uh, yeah. Is it military science land? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll use that. What do you have? 60. All right, you're good. You have the pathway. The one thing you think is getting all three of you out the small window in such a short time is going to be very difficult. I'm getting two of us out. I'm staying here. No, I'm staying. I have to go back Dan, to my you're truck. Coming Butch with is me. there. Ronnie, you're going to have to come back to the truck because Butch is there. Meet me at my house. Uh... Freddie, do you have a doctor's kit? I just yeah. take something from Freddy's that he might have left here. Give me a... You give me a luck roll, and then the two people leaving, what's your athletics? Your what? Or actually, what's your dexterity score? Oh, uh, 65. 65? Sorry, 60. Okay. And here, you take my stethoscope. You both, both of you roll it. Okay. I got, what? uh, ready? Yep. I got a 21 on the electronics for wiping the x-ray. Okay. And a 27 on my luck roll. Okay. I got a 25, or excuse me, a 54 on my dexterities. Out of 65. Okay. And I got a 25. No. Okay. Great. So this is what happens. Boots coming down the hallway. I go out and meet him. Ronnie, you do a factory reset. You're like, I know how to factory reset this model. I can wipe everything that's happened to it. You do it. It's a Whoa. it's a hard reset that may have medical ramifications. You don't know, but you know for sure those files are gone. Dan, you are out the window fast. You help Dr. Greenwood come out. Both of you roll in. Dan, you lead the way through thick brush, thick Montana foliage outside of the view of the helicopter. Your alertness, both of you, above 50, you see that on the helipad is one gentleman with an M16 and a pilot's helmet. You don't know where the other passengers of that helicopter, if there were any, are. Well, I guess you probably have a pretty good idea there in the medical center since you heard something. <laughs> that's not the point. You also said there was four people. I have no idea where they are. <laughs> um, Ronnie... You exit the door. Out front, you have two M16s trained on you. Hands in the air! Hands in the air! Right now! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Get on the ground! Get on the ground! 
I get Guy damaged. comes up, strong arms you, pushes you on the ground. You get zip-tied behind your back. Hey, man. You look up. What's going on? One of the gentlemen... It's not gentlemen. They're, not pr- gentleman. they're pretty rude. Yeah, they're pretty rude. One of these agents with an M16 kicks open the door to Medical Bay 3, searches around. Another one follows him. Meanwhile, a tall woman in a very formal business suit, walking on four-inch heels, stops right to where you're sort of on the ground looking on this medical floor towel and see these heels and look up and see curly black hair with very pointed features. She looks down and she says, I think it's time we have a little talk. Dan. Greenwood. What are you guys doing? Well, <clears throat> I'm following Dan. Uh, I'd like to circle around the, in the bushes um, under visual cover until I can get a line of sight on Ronnie's vehicle and establish okay. whether or not she made it out. What are your guys' stealth rolls? I need to get either my vehicle or get out of here. Um, not good. Ten. Once I remember my alphabet. <laughs> Fifty. Okay. Well, one thing I will say is, Dan, you're in the bush, and you, you're a little bit ahead of this pursuit. You can circle around, but you're not sure if you can keep the doctor from getting detected. It's a huge risk. Do you want to take it? Stay put, Doc. Will do. I'm going to scout ahead a little bit. Will do. I'm going to tuck him into a thick bush. Probably with bees. (laughs) Lots of bees. Oh, great. Sorry, dog. Stay quiet. Roll luck check. See if you're allergic to bees. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing it. He was, I was about to do that it. Was a, that was a genuine fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I bet bees could fucking literally kill you. Yeah. In this I mean, Murder imagine guys. how bad the scenario is, and then imagine dying to a bee. Having like an allergy reaction in the middle yeah. of it, being like, okay, I know we have to hide, but we really need to find yeah, like an EpiPen. I need some EpiPen now. <laughs> I bet there's some nearby. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, no. You're out of luck. Dan, you peer around the side of this building as you measure through the bush. Just in time to see a black SUV pull up out front of the medical center. Two men leave the SUV. Both with M16s. They shut the door behind them, coming from the back seats while the SUV drives off. They start to search the front of the medical center. One of them posts up by the front door looking outwards the other one is starting to pace the perimeter what are you doing um I guess I'm gonna give it a few seconds and when it's obvious that Ronnie isn't coming out you said one is posted up out front right like as in could see watching the main entrance yeah Yeah. okay um and you hear Butch (laughs) sorry Butch I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and turn around, get back to the doctor, and uh, take him on an egress straight away from the medical center into the, into the bushes. 
so that we can kind of make now you have two options here there's a couple suvs driving over town um you can take him elsewhere in town or you can take him to the edge of sort of the limits into the brush and bramble but that is you know you're suddenly in survival mode if you go out there yeah uh what i want really more than anything is to get like a couple hundred feet from the medical center so that we can move just unimpeded without worrying about being seen to where there's no line of sight but not not miles out yeah i think you guys get there and again you know you you're hearing like screeching tires coming from all throughout town um and there's clearly commotion people yelling um in fact, give me an alertness roll, and I'll tell you how much you see, both of you. I passed it with a 14 over 60. Damn. I legitimately have to check that one. Nope, I failed. Just barely. Go it's ahead and mark video. that, because that'll, that'll go up at the end of... At the end of this. So, Dr. Greenwood... And this makes sense. You're more familiar with the town, but... SUVs, there's an SUV that hits Shotgun Alley, the three gun stores right in a row. There's an SUV that hits the sheriff's office. There's an F SUV, of course, that hits the medical center. But more than anything, you see a van that pulls up in the center of town with a satellite dish or a radio dish on top of it and just kind of parks in the parking lot of the Hungry Coyote Diner. That's kind of odd. What is? I don't see nothing. Uh, they got some sort of broadcasting van sitting in the Hungry Coyote. Broadcasting van? This is not the kind of event that would be broadcasted. I can guarantee you. Uh, it's either that or it's trying to find something. One of the two. I've seen those at... Well... Nothing like that, but those look like radio trucks we used to use in the war. Anyway, if we keep going that way, we can hit my house. You got another car at your house? Negative. Well, still a quiet hole. Let's hit it. That's correct. And you guys proceed off on the outskirts of Big Timber in the shadow of this government incursion. And we'll see what happens next week. Ooh. On the Sons of Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Shit getting heavy. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.